this is what we're doing in the next five years. Um, but for Taco Soul, I mean, you know, you, you'll see it. We'll, we'll start with one and we'll end with thousands. But to get there, you know, because a lot of people can say that, like, okay, we're going to start with one, then we're going to scale and have thousands. But what do you have to do to get there? Because it takes capital. It takes takes investments. Like, eventually, you know, we the first two, we're probably going to use our own capital. Mm. First one, we use, we use our own capital, which means, like, all this is funded by us. Mm. You know what I mean? But three and four, you know, we may be looking for that, that equity deal. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, is it time to bring in um, – LeBron, or is it time to bring in mm. Drake, or is it time to bring in somebody of stature that has that we can leverage their their um their platforms mm-hmm. to, to grow smart the company? Way. Very smart. Um, Start counting up. What so, what got to be like? That sound like a fucking rocket. That ain't even crazy. That's what got to be like. That was that was crazy. But I mean, that's 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 pretty much yeah. the plan. You know, we want to have we want to have we want to have a few, but. Um, eventually we want to start franchising it, you know, and, and hopefully selling markets and hopefully. Right. Hey, y'all, this is Mike O, man, coming to y'all live from Moguls in the Making. This is episode 41, and we're live talking about Taco Soul, talking about my DJ career, and talking about everything from Naruta to the Tuta. Let's get it. Yo, what up? Another episode, Moguls in the Making, man. Episode 41. I'm your host. Catch your bag. Oh. No, I'm your most, your most gracious, your most handsome, your most innovative. I thought you said you was hoodie T today. Niggas always, that's what happens. <laughs> you start jumping in on boy shit and they can't even finish. Pause. But <laughs> but now, man, it's Hoodie T today, man. I'm Hoodie T, aka man. Wow. Hey, aka, if I go out there to get the contract, goddamn it, I'm bringing it back signed. You hear me? Mm. I'm bringing that motherfucker back signed. So you did that, sir. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, let's talk to him about what we got going on right now, though, bro. Business. I mean, T. I'm gonna have you hit him with the whammy on that one. Talk about that one, but um. This week, uh, I think what we got six, seven deals on the board right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we cooking. We back up to, you know, where we was at. But again, as we, you know, been saying every week, when it's time for you to start to scale and put them systems in order, you got to take a half step back or, you know, sometimes a couple steps back to, you know, run faster. So that's what we've been in the process of doing. So now, you know, we there, we rolling. We we had our uh, meeting and stuff today. Our disposition manager was like, "Man, this is this is uh, yeah, I'm busy. I got a lot of work to do." <laughs> that's a good <laughs> like, thing. yeah, that's a good thing. And hopefully, after this podcast, we got a meeting too lined up today to go get another one. So, um, you know, we cooking. We got a new hire. He started this week. Mm. Bring him right in. You know, what I'm saying with the fire and the energy and everything that's going on, we got a lot of momentum right now. See, so I'm just grateful. <clears throat> like in our pipeline. Uh, revenue that we got coming up is about you know 70 80k right now or so of the current deals that we have right now you know what i'm saying uh, that is needing to be dispoed out and having to buy your own and stuff like that so yeah you know what i mean so that's good yeah most definitely we we i think we had a point where it's time to time to go ahead with the go ahead when i mean what i mean by that is yeah don't let the train slow back down right like, i think we said it today and we actually might add this to our to our um yeah, to our office somewhere, man. We're gonna have to put it up, but just get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because 
a lot of the deals that we getting right now, man, like we get we just getting in front of the people. Like we getting out, we pulling up at their house when they when they they like, man, they we five ten thousand dollars off of where they need to be at, man. We pulling up, we getting knee to knee with them. You know what I'm saying? And really talking to them and really building a relationship with them. And and from that, what we seeing is we seeing a lot of deals that we able to close up on site where they was about to sign something the next day with somebody else or the next week with somebody else. They was they I, I walked into a house. I walked into a house, y'all, yesterday that's going to be a six-figure deal for us, a hotel deal if we hotel it. I walked in there, and on the table, literally on the table, it was a letter from Homevestors. It was a letter from, like, two or three of the top wholesale companies slash flipper companies in the state of Sitting right there on the table. He had just got off the phone with with one of them that had put in an offer, and he was going to accept that the next day. I was face to face with him. He built a better relationship with me. The dude dang near broke down, start crying. Not dang near, he did while he was talking to me. I was able to lock the contract up, man. Like I said, that's a six figure contract, but that's because I, I was able to get uncomfortable, though. This was a Sunday. Yeah. I could have laid back. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole weekend, I was reaching out to him, trying to get in touch with him, trying to see if his nephew was going to buy the property or not. And once he said, by the time uh, Saturday night came, he said, hey, man, can you just meet me at my house at one tomorrow? I said, say no more. You know what I'm saying? Got out there at one o'clock and locked it up. But that's definitely something that we that we trying to like instill in our in our uh, employees. Yeah. Moving forward, like get uncomfortable, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That, that, yeah, that's a okay. that's like a that. culture we want to create. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? It's just that we want dogs on our team. We might not have the the big, like 300. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like when it was like he was like, "Hey, what do you do for work?" He was like, "I'm a carpenter. I'm a pl- I'm a whatever." Yeah. He was like. Swarta, what do you do? They all had the same answer. <laughs> Dogs. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Our 300, he was like, yeah, you got you got the same amount of men as I do. I got 300 men. Right. You got 20,000, but you only got 300 warriors. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we want to build a team. You know what I mean? don't have to be the biggest, but it's the strongest. We're going to get A players. We're going to mm-hmm. get top talent that do that, that believe how we believe. That's okay with being uncomfortable Mentally, it's just like that resistance push mm-hmm. past it. I first got that initial thought, or uh, nah, I ain't that mean you should do it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like right. if I had that thought, I mean, I, whatever that is, like uh, nah, I probably shouldn't go to the. That mean you should go to the gym. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's what it mean. That's right. what you're supposed to do when you feel that resistance. For sure. So, man, T, man, that's that, man. We got it cooking. We got it rolling. Course coming to y'all next year, 2024 or something like that. We're going to put something together. We're going to hide that. But, T, man, without further ado, we got a guest that's in the building today, man, talking about entrepreneurship, man. a lot of stuff, having your hands in a lot of stuff. Man. Yeah, shit. Mr. You know where he is. Hey, you know how I got to do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got Mr. Bring him in, T. I'm, I'm going to take it from the – hey, I got something funny to tell you after this, too. Oh, Not man. after this, but after I introduce you. But we got Mr. Motherfucking Taco Soul in the building. Yeah. We got Mr. Northside in the building. Yes, sir. We got goddamn Mr. Uh, DJ Mike Nasty in the damn building. We got Mr. Real Estate Investor in the goddamn (laughs) building. Yes, sir. Now he trying to be Mr. Fortville, bro. You ain't coming over there, bro, trying to take over <laughs> shit either, bro. I'm right there, too. It's over. He said he but, putting the movie the movie theater in the nah, basement man, right now. Oh, my God. DJ Mike Nasty, a.k.a. Mike. Really, Michael Andrews, God damn it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know you from way back, It's man. my turn today. What's though, bro? <laughs> Appreciate you for having you on. Mike Nasty, appreciate you chopping up with us, man. Yeah, you already know, man. Damn. That's love. Hey, before T, T always like to go back first and shit. He always forget how it goes. 
Nah, right. I, I don't want to go back like that. I just want to tell well, the story real quick. Man. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, my I, bad. I ain't trying to go all the way back. I understand <laughs> let me, let how me you want to and, go. Let me sit back he, and shut wanna, the fuck up. He want to hit the... You got it, T. You got it. Hey, bro, do you remember boofing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, that is, hey. hold on, wait, 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 wait. So just so y'all know, context, yeah. Um, Boofing was, and we not, hey, we not condoning any bullying nah, activity, nah, no, period, no. in schools. I'm just letting that know right there. That was crazy, <laughs> but we had the whole fucking school <laughs> boofing people, bro. And what a boof was, bro, is like basically. <laughs> Basically, when boys is in the hallway not paying attention, bro, like you literally just they there go like this, and you damn near push them in, the, in they back, bro, like with the book bag on, bro. You know how I many people would fall, bro, like everybody just cracking up laughing, bro. But we was doing it to each other, though. We wasn't yeah, just doing exactly. it to like mess Because we used to do that. We just, people. We used to run up in there, act like we hitting you, but when hitting you, you'd be like, mm. right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. I forgot all about that. They got to the a back of your head and put out like a like a notice, yeah. like, hey, if if you if we get caught boofing, yeah. it's counted as a fight. Yeah. <laughs> you will be suspended. Hey, if you if you from North Central, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie. Like, let's, <laughs> let's 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 now we got to go back a little bit, because <laughs> man, listen, bro. Like me and T, like T was like real big in basketball, right? Like I was real big in high school. He made me he made me tear up y'all on that one. Hold on. I was, real big, I was real big in high school from throwing parties and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was just a class clown, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I passed my past school, obviously. You was bad as hell. But I, was, I, wasn't the, I wasn't the greatest <laughs> kid, I ain't gonna lie. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. But when we came up with boofing, man, I remember I'm in the classroom and I, I did it. And then I think T came up with a name because he was always a name person. Like, he would put a name on anything, you know what I'm saying? And, and I was the... Dummy enough to do it to people, and, and I think I did to a teacher one time. Bro, you boofed a teacher, bro. Yeah, that was crazy. Bro. <laughs> he did. He nah, did, bro. Nah, he nah. was a class clown, bro. Yeah, it was. Bullshit. It was bad. It was. It was bad. But I'm, I'm happy we all evolved and grew up. <laughs> exactly. Once again, we we not we not condoling. You know, nah, it was a fun thing. thing. So was, y'all was in high school. Nah, man, I gotta crazy. hear the teacher though. So like, hey, like, did he look goofy and shit though? Did did you, you know how some teachers look? You be like, I, was, I just want to do it to you because you. Just look nah, like a I fucking mean, goofy. He was, I mean, was you know what I'm saying? Rimers? Yes, it was Mr. Rimers. It was Mr. Rimers. Thing, like, he wasn't a teacher. He was like the what? What was he? Huh? Assistant principal, assistant I think. Principal. Oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. I thought I was out of there. I he ended up lie. getting kicked out of North Central anyway, Mr. Rimers. Ass. I ended up getting kicked out of North Central. <laughs> so sophomore, I mean, sophomore, bro, they got me together smooth too. Sophomore year, I was about to go into junior year. I was um, uh, I was in the JL half half this class half the school. And uh, in in actual school, the other half or whatever. Yeah. And I came to school one day, and uh, I, I forget. Like I was really like a joner. You know what I mean? I'm one of exactly. Yeah. I'm nah, a you used to feel your far. shit. And no, everybody no, no, no. Just I was rolling. I was way too far. Yeah, I, I used to go way too far, and like that's why I like when I be as grown grown Michael, I'd be like, please don't start with me. Cause like <laughs> I really roast you And he used to be, be childish Yeah man. <laughs> So I didn't have no Divine chill them too I didn't have no chill So I came to class one day And I roasted somebody And I got put out And like that was the day They was like it's a wrap It was like alright uh, Matter of fact You live on the line From Pike And uh, you need to go to Pike From, from now on I was like what that's like, no, wild. killed me. I didn't even know they did you like that. Yeah, that's why junior and sophomore yeah. Senior year you didn't see me yep. But I, I still put a one-two And I went to Pike 
I went to Pike for my junior year and senior year, but then I still went to JL. So I did right. a half day at Pike and then drove back to North Central. I remember seeing you. Okay, okay. <laughs> I drove back. Like, to now North I'm still, I'm still day. back over here, right. man. I thought y'all yeah. got me. Killed him. Yeah, go ahead, I'm still over here. Go ahead. Oh, we can get, we can get back to it. My bad, man. We have. Nah, you good? Nah, nah, nah. nah you good? Time. Boofing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boofing. That's cool. Hilarious. We usually walk up with crack boys in the back of the head. That was the same shit though. Or you know, you see a little, or you bullying, or you, or or you see a little ledge right there. Y'all already know what I'm about to say. You see a little ledge right there. It's over. Man, you know, I'm just. Pointing at you and everybody are all oh, they already see it coming. Right. I'm putting my nuts all on your head. <laughs> pause. pause. Boom! I caught it. I already caught uh, it. I'm here. We good. That's boom. Bad. Boys falling and all that shit, man. Boys would be dying, bro. Just childish as hell. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it was crazy. How and and crazy? you know what's the craziest thing though? I just seen some people get creative with it though. Like yeah. we so fried with it. I seen somebody put they like. I seen somebody do that shit when a nigga was getting on the bus. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Crazy. Like yeah. I'm like. Damn, I didn't even think to right. even do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like a classroom makes sense. This nigga's getting this nigga fell into the bus. Yeah. No, that's crazy. No, that's crazy. That's right. Oh shit. But nah, man, Mike, catch us up, bro. Talk this is the time to talk your shit. What all you got your hands into? Who is DJ Mike Nasty? Man, shit. Talk to us numbers wise. Yeah, numbers wise. Like, talk to really break it down. Some people be on here to be kind of shot of, you know. Nah, man, talk I mean, that shit. Like how much money like, did you do? Yeah. And, and whatever it is, you know. Well, I feel like I feel like when it comes to this entrepreneurship, like especially like me, I my mind always on a thousand percent, a thousand miles per hour. So it's like I be trying to have my hands in a million different things. But um, I've been doing restauranting stuff since I was fifteen. People just don't know because like DJ Mike Nasty, I shout out Michael. You know what right. I'm saying? So um, I mean, at one point, I was the hottest person throwing parties in, in Indiana. You know what I'm saying? So um, people didn't know I. Still had a job the whole time. Like, right. <laughs> they just didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I barely worked, but I worked, you know what I'm saying? So, um, nah, so I've been in a restaurant for about 15 years, and I've ran multiple companies, um, you know, that do 400, 500, $500 million, million dollars a year. Um, like, I just got out of, what was it, Chipotle not too long ago. Well, it was a long time ago, but I did Chipotle for a while. I was a GM for Chipotle. Um and I mean, they, they're a five, six hundred million dollar company a year. And and like what you see with these restaurants is that the successful ones just make a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and they create it's, it's it's more about for me, it's more about creating opportunities for other people, because it's like if this is something I love and I, and I, I pa- I'm passionate about, I'm going to do it regardless. Right. right so it's like right. whether I'm getting paid a salary or whether I'm the one paying the salaries and, and getting the, the bottom line. Right. Which yeah. We call it the bottom line. It's like. I'm still doing something I love. So it's like I can go work for Chipotle and make $75,000 a year, which that's not enough for me. But yeah. for somebody else, that's, that's, that's cool. That's amazing. That's, that's right? good. Yeah. And, and it's like that's just, it's not enough for me because it's what I, where I want to be, right? And it's right. like, you know, um, but for somebody else, it's, it's amazing. But it, it's like these opportunities that you can create for somebody, being an entrepreneur and being the CEO of a company, um, weighs more for me than it does just about the money. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah. money, the money's good. Don't get me wrong. Like right now, we we opened in Taco Soul December second, um, eighty three eighty two thirty five East One Sixteenth Street downtown mm-hmm. Fishers, and um, I mean, just to kind of let y'all weigh in on that. Like that was a situation where we thought we took over old Mo's Mo's Southwest Grill. A bunch of them went out of business, and we like bet this is our time to launch this this concept I've been working on for five years. Right, it's like people think that the, like it just started. But yeah, it's like we I've been working on this concept for five plus years, and and. and it takes time. It takes money. It takes everything. Like I put on a few um, pop ups 
where I basically just had people come and eat the food to see kind of a taste of a taste I of thought this nigga farted, man. My bad. Dang. His his uh his uh his phone vibrated. <laughs> I know he didn't just fart what? beside me like that. Bro. He looked up, just what? trying to just I keep it. I see how he looked at you. I was just like, it. I thought I was like, he gonna really keep his face that that <laughs> serious, like bro, go, bust alive or something. Or you meant to fart on me? Nah, go ahead. But nah, nah. It's, it's, it's been a it's been a thing. <laughs> it's been a thing we've been I've been working on for five years, man. And um, you know, we went and bought the old moles and like I said, in Fishers and um. We thought it was gonna be like a fifty, sixty thousand dollar project. We like, all right, we can get in, get this. It's a turnkey. Yeah, we can get in here, flip it real quick, and be open. And I tell people like, <laughs> you guys probably know this best. It's kind of like houses. Once you get in there, it's almost more than what you think. You like, it's always oh, more than God. what you think. Open those walls up. Yeah, everything, all that stuff. Everything like, and it's funny because right now, since this is my own concept, I really been kind of documenting a lot of things. Like, like, hey, we just went in and I seen the grease trap. The grease trap was terrible. 7,000. You know what Damn. I'm saying? It's like, that's how restaurants are. Everything is 5,000 here, 3,000 here. So right now, we are already $145,000 in the hole, and we just bleeding cash right now because every place that we look in there is something different happening. And right. It's something that, that the most people had it before us did not keep up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now we like basically flipping it to where it's dang there, a, a full build out at, this, right, at exactly. this point. You know what I'm saying? But tell me, tell me where, not to cut you off. Tell me where, okay, you might be 145,000 in the hole, but once this thing is up, it's a, it's a mean machine It's running how it's supposed to run. Yeah. What does that look like per month? I know you, I know you, um, you also were doing it with the, uh, with the, um, like pop-ups too, right? Correct. How much, how much do you see on that a month? I mean, once we finally get up and running, and it's doing how it's supposed to do, um, we're, we're probably scheduled to make about one seventy five a month. Mm. So um, that's deep. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, pause. <laughs> you facts, pause. But I mean, uh, you yeah. told me to start saying that, boy. That you gonna pause me? <laughs> that's deep. You said mm. that because you went viral. For that's me. deep. <laughs> T is hell, boy. Oh, when you said that was deep on that, on that interview. T is hell, <laughs> man. Weak. T is hell for real. <laughs> but nah, one hundred seventy-five thousand a month. Yeah, probably about one hundred seventy-five thousand a month. And what, and what are that is looking like expenses? Uh, I mean, with restaurants, you're looking about 60, 60, 65 percent in expenses. Right? Okay, right. Okay, and that's, that's just like yeah, thirty-five, forty. Per, that's healthy though. Yeah, that's really 35, healthy. 40, oh, 40 yeah, yeah, percent yeah, profit yeah, margin. Yeah, yeah, that's healthy. It's definitely healthy. I mean, to be honest, that's a normal bit. You know what I mean? That's, that's healthy. Food, food, food's different though. Food. Yeah, if you probably drag, a little bit higher, ten percent oh, or yeah, five, yeah. five to ten percent like, higher. If you, could have, if you could drag ten to fifteen or twenty percent to the bottom line in food, you're healthy. Right. Because the food with food is is more about the numbers game. It's more like. If I got five locations dragging twenty percent down, fifteen percent down, now I'm making millions. So my, how the hell? How? <laughs> what make you think that yours is going to be success? Like for the viewers right out there, yeah. people know a restaurant is is like the hardest game to do. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? It is. <laughs> so what what makes you be like? Obviously, you got a lot of experience. Absolutely. But you're doing this now on your own. Absolutely. I mean, we I double dabbled in um in uh, Qdoba, like I said, Chipotle, all, all the the Mexican restaurant spaces that you can. <clears throat> kind of work in I've done it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and um I realized that in that fast casual space where you can kind of come in and customize what you want you got a few names that's that's a big in that space and that's Qdoba that's Chipotle 
And that's Moe's. Moe's, yeah. Yeah, yeah Moe's. Yeah. And Moe's, and Moe's at kind of at the bottom of the total. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. For sure. So at the top, you have Chipotle and Qdoba. All right. So for me, it's like, if we can get a piece of that pie, why not? <coughs> so when I came with the with the, the concept, it's like, all right, we can do Korean and Mexican cuisine where it's a fusion where um, you're still co- coming in and doing customizable things with your order. And we're just the flavor profile is better than our competitors. Right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's where you feel like you have the biggest advantage. Now, tell us why, tell us why most restaurants fail within the first year. Um, really within the first three years, normally most restaurants fail. I'm glad you asked me this because like, I actually want to do in the future, 2024, right? Like you guys are talking about like courses with people that want to open up restaurants. And, mm-hmm. and I also want to start going to restaurants that are failing and, and helping them mm. flip it around because it's like you got your key fleet, you got this, but who's the person out there? Hey man, let me know, man. Of, co- of color, I might need a little equity position. I do a little. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 man, me. don't we let some, man so bring him on the show, man. See, how them talk that talk? See. We got some things coming. You up, can't man. be saying stuff on here with him, bro. You know, he gonna expect the equity split. Oh, here you go. Look, <laughs> he gonna blow up to a show. And he gonna be like, hey, bro, I'm supposed to, that's supposed to be ten percent, bro. <laughs> For life, life, lifetime deal. Go into that. Why for, do for they the fail? People, for the people that do want to do this, make sure you reach out to me. Um, Taco So here's here, here's how you spell it: T A K O S E O U L on all platforms. But reach out to me because like it's hard for what people think, especially when you're starting your own concept. But why do people fail? Most times, people fail with, with food. Is it's two things. Food is right. It has to be flavorful. It has to be good. And then you have to have customer service. If you got those two things down packed, you're probably going to grow your business and you're probably going to be successful. I don't know, Mike. I don't know. Tell me why not. Because I'm thinking, right, customer service, right? Let's say that's that's good. Um, I'm just thinking, what if, what if like, shipment is wrong? Like, you know, or, or like, food, like, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I feel like it's still much more to, like, your marketing but you gotta have ain't marketing. what it needed. You gotta have marketing. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I the, mean, the good piece about me is like I, I come from marketing, so it's like for, okay. for me and my company is it's gonna be easier for us to kind of turn it because because of a who I am in Indiana, you know what I mean? Like right. like I tell you, we're targeting spots where um, we're around the, the Chick Fil A's. I mean, the, I mean the Chick Fil A's, the Qdobas, the Chipotle's because them are good target areas where mm-hmm. you're going to drive a lot of foot traffic and you're going to drive a lot of cars. Yeah, right. Starbucks. Starbucks, yeah. Like, <clears throat> we almost bought the, the Moe's in Greenwood. Um, but when we got in there, it was just a little little too steep for our liking. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, Greenwood, I feel like, and no disrespect to Greenwood, but it's like it's like an up and down thing. So it, it's absolutely. Like, it's, a, it's a hard market to please. And it's like, when yeah. you're a brand new concept, I'd rather take over Fishers, Noblesville, um, Carmel, 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 Brownsburg, Avon area first, Whitestown, get those areas and then proof concept and then start franchising. That, I mean, that's what we want to do. You know what I mean? Right. For me, it's like, okay, we, we go to college towns where, you know, yeah. you, you may make $50,000 a week um, and do 200K a month. But during when school's in, but when school's out, you're doing 18K. Right. So now right, it's like, right, now it's like, right, how right. are you budgeting? For yeah, that, yeah. are they are they thirty percent labor? Are they at seventeen percent labor because of the GM? Because most most times these companies fail because of um, leadership. Yeah, and so if we're talking about leadership, we're like, okay, who's running your business? Yeah, because 
That's what I'm saying. Like, I disagree about the, the flavors. Not your concept, just restaurants in general. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, it's, well, no. it's some bad restaurants out there, some great marketing, and they, fuck, I mean, McDonald's, like, well, had a whole goddamn sh- I mean, that's a... That's different. Uh, that is different. The only reason I say it's different is because... That's different. We're, we're talking about... We're talking about fast casual. I'm, I'm talking about in the fast casual space where you have to go in, you have to walk through a line, and yeah. you can either choose to sit down or you can choose to leave. Right. right. You're talking about fast, fast, fast food. Fast food. Yeah. Fast food. That's right. Different. Yeah, that's different from. Uh, okay, that makes sense. From Chipotle. Fast food. I mean, dope, if, but, if you break, I, I open. I open yeah, Chick Fil A. I open Chick Fil A with a guy named Charlie in Whitestown. And first week they did a first week they did one hundred sixty five thousand dollars. No Sunday. So is it true the first hundred people that come in there get to eat for free for a year? It's true. And actually, uh, Taco huh. Soul, the first fifty people that come in Taco Soul, um, December second get to eat for a year. Free. Well, I'm coming in December for 1st. a year free so, for a year free. There it is. Say that again. Hold I, up. Say I that it, again. I said it here first. December second, first fifty people that's in line for Taco Soul get to eat for a year free at Taco Soul. Ugh, that's yeah. value right there. <laughs> I'm coming out. Escalade with the back open. I'm gonna have the TV out. I don't there. care how cold it is. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. We'll, we'll have heaters up for a second. <laughs> we'll have heaters. We'll have DJs. We'll have um, face painting for the kids. Bloom making for the kids. Oh, that's gonna be lit. Like we gonna have you gonna do it. You gonna do it the right way. How it's we supposed to. to be done. We have that's to dope. most definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a promoter at heart, so it's like you know that's my first love, and food's my my second love. Right. But, you know, if I could think about loves, then we're the two, right? So it's like, damn, over music. Yeah. Let's take it back mm. then. Okay. Yeah. Let's take it back then. Let's bring it all the way back then. Because I remember it us back kicking to the it out, bottom, bottom, out bottom. in L.A. You was at the crib for Helly Days. Yeah. We, we, we didn't been out. Hey, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't got silly on the town in, in, in Cali, bro. For A few real. Times. We had, <laughs> one time I left him at the club, bro. Like, that was crazy. <laughs> That was crazy. I left you at the Damn, club. Man. That was crazy. That's because me and my my wife got into it. I was like, "Hey man, I'm out. I'm, we out. Yeah, here. I'm out. I'm we out. out here." He's like, "T, where y'all going?" <laughs> hey, he was out. <laughs> I said, "Man, we had to get up out of here." I left you with one of my. I left you with my OG out there that I was telling you about yep. that I messed with super heavy. Hey, that's my guy. Hey, for real though, he <laughs> hey he was real. He, he a real one though. He is. He was like, because he, he didn't even see me there either. <laughs> that's what's right. He was. I out left there. before he got there. But anyways, so. Take them back, bro. Like, okay, we we heard about kind of like your your past with North Central and all of that. But okay, you you get out of Pike, and all of a sudden, you promoting parties everywhere. Next next thing after that, you DJ Mike Nasty. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know, but people that know me know I was just Mike Nasty for a long time because yeah, I didn't DJ. <clears throat> I was just throwing parties in yeah. high school. I started throwing parties at like sixteen. At North Central, um, various places, I mean, wherever. But um, when I got out of high school, I was friends with DJ Cash and Strick and all them. I mean, all them was like my friends, you know what I mean, that I call friends that that DJ, you know, DJ PA, da-da-da, you know what I mean? So it's like it was a lot of them that DJ, and it was really more like a a challenge to me, to be honest, when, when I first started talking about DJing. Of course, they're like, oh, no, you you trash, you you can't DJ, it's a rap, da-da-da, and I'm like, and DJ Kev, like, go buy the equipment then. Right. I'm like, damn. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? You know? I'm, like, I'm like, all right, all right. So I went, I went and spent, like, I think it was like 1500 and bought the equipment. And then I was at home every day. And then um, DJ Watts, I called DJ Watts one day. And I'm like, hey, I need, to, I need to learn how to DJ. It's a wrap. And he's like, all right, pull up. I pulled up at his house. 
he showed me how to DJ, and then from there it was up. And um, that's when I started doing con- like my own concerts as well. Yeah, um, which I did the first Kodak and Trill Sammy show, which Kodak didn't show. Um, he, <laughs> oh, that 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 story was crazy. He was out what is it about that? He was. I mean, this was when Kodak was like Skrilla. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, young Kodak. Right. Like, he was really kind of just figuring out his value. Right, right. Um, and I was, at the time, I was best friends with Lil Coach. Okay. So, Lil Coach K yeah. was my best friend at the time. North Central, too. And, yep. And he was like, he, Mo, he was like, um, he's like, hey, bro, hey, I heard of, hey, I heard of, uh, um, what's that boy name? Kodak Black. I'm like, I ain't heard of Kodak Black. He sent me some music. Ooh, I'm like, all right, this dude, he cold. Like, he, <laughs> like, he, he, he got some, he's, he's shaking. So, pause. But I'm like, Ooh, I'm, like uh, I'm like, I'm uh, like, he, he, he heating up, long story short. So I'm like, man, let me go ahead and get him booking for a show yeah. at the Emerson Theater with Trill Sammy. So uh, Trill Sammy just dropped Uber everywhere. So he was kind of hot at the time, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but Kodak was hotter. And I paid Kodak, I think we paid him 10000 10000 I think we gave Sammy five, something like that. It was somewhere around there. Um, but long story short, he was friends with Sheed. Yeah, Sheedy, yeah. He yeah. was friends with Sheed. She was like North his Central in the building, too. I'm telling y'all, man, this North Central shit, boy, the network is silly. I'm network telling y'all crazy. that right now. So we all, me, Sheed, Mo, we all, Baron, shout out Baron. We all yep. in, we all in the group chat together. And uh, she like, well, I'm his banker. I can get him. I, I talk, he come in here all the time, you know, depositing the money. So I can holler at him when he come in here. So he hollered at him. We got the drop, everything, sent the bread. It was all good. The day of, this dude is sitting at the airport in the car at the time he's about to take off. <clears throat> like oh, Kodak. You saying Kodak. Kodak was sitting in the car? Kodak, yeah. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. So are you saying the day of y'all event, y'all That's party? At the, the concert. Okay, what happened? The day of the concert, Kodak is at the <laughs> is at the airport with some girls in the car, obviously, and he's literally just sitting in the car, like, in the flight's like 15 minutes. Like, he got I 15 minutes to board. Yeah. So I call him. I'm like, hey, are you – Getting on the flight, he like, uh, like this is how he talking. I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> are you getting? Like, what's going on? Nigga, I'm, what? I'm waiting. I'm waiting on somebody. I'm like, all right, but bro, like, yo, flight leaving ten minutes. Like, right. You need to, I don't care. Like, you need to get on the flight. Yeah. He like, I'm waiting. Then he hang up. Boop. So then I call. We, I'm blowing his phone up now because it's the day of the event. It ain't like yeah. a day before the. It's the day of the event. Like hours before the event. I'm blowing his phone up. He finally answered again. Cause now I call she. I'm like, she, you need to get this. Like, you need to get, <laughs> hey, you need to get this dude. What is it about, going send, on? about to send Sheed off down there, man. man. Come on, man. So I'm like, she calling me. He called me. He called Kodak called me back. He like, um, he like, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna get on the next flight, uh, going out. This one was going out like two more hours. I'm like, all right, bet. Like, he like, but you need to book it. I'm like, <laughs> And, you know, right now I'm in a tough spot because the event sold out. Yeah. And I don't so want to lose all this bread. Get him here. We yeah. 20,000 20, up or something like this. I'm like, I don't want to lose all this bread. So I'm like, all right. So I'm going to let him talk jazzy until he gets to the city. So I'm like, bet. I'm about to book here now. Are you sure you're going to get on this flight? He's like, yeah. Book two of them for da 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 and da da I'm like, all right, bet. I book it. Call the airline. Book it. Boop, boop, boop. Send him the information. He's like, all right, I'll be on there. So, boom, an hour go by, he called back. Hey, when I get there, I need a Corvette and a – If I'm lying, I'm dying, bro. This is, this is, this is young Kodak talking to me. I said, I said, bro. What? I said, bro, <laughs> I said, bro, Corvette? I said, what are you talking about right now, for real, for real? I said, we got a driver picking you up. Nah, if y'all can't get a Corvette, I'm cool. 
Bro, I'm literally like, I'm like, so now my blood boiling because I'm yeah. just like, bro, what are you? I said, all right, bet the Corvette be here when you get here. So now I'm like, we're going to fight when he get here. Because I'm <laughs> like, like, I'm like, he disrespected me and he don't know, like, we yeah. from that, bro. Like, this, yeah. is, this is not that. Like, so I'm like, yeah, all right. I said, all right, the Corvette be here when you get here. We're going to have it outside park, wait for you. He's like, all right, bet, hang up. Another hour go by. He's about to be boarding the flight. He don't never board the flight. That's wild. So I never picked the phone up again. What? So, funny Come story. Come on, Yak. Young, young, Yak. You can't do that. Young, Yak. Young Yak tried it, bro. That's like, how I, I mean, yeah. I think, yeah. He, I think he sent some of the money back or something. It was something like that. He sent some of the money back, though. Hey, Yak. Yeah. Man, go ahead and shoot that team. Man. Hey, hey, it's a lot of interest nah. on that thing now, yeah. bro. He owed me by 30. I ain't going to lie. Because we had to give back 20, plus we lost yeah. the 10. Plus, ah, nah, yeah. man. It was crazy. But Sammy came. And to be honest, it's funny how things happen for you in your career. Sammy came, and he didn't have a DJ at the time. And I, I told Sammy, I said, hey, bro, you the only – Kodak ain't coming. He like, what? I'm like, yeah, he ain't coming. So you got to kill the show, and we don't have to just get out the venue. It's over. So he came. He, he didn't have a DJ. So I'm like, let me DJ for you. He's like, all right, but that's cool. So I DJ for him. Crazily, he had an, another show two weeks after in Fort Wayne. And by this time, I had my own bread. Like, so I was like, listen, yeah. I come to Fort Wayne and rock that show too. So I killed the show, my own show. I killed it with him. And then um, he flew back. <clears throat> I drove down to Fort Wayne, me and my camera crew. I killed the show in Fort Wayne. And then he made me his official DJ. Yeah, because you lived yeah. with him in Cali for a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I stayed with him on and off in Cali. Um, I Talk about the deal, bro. Like, I want you to kind of go into that, too. Like, because I know you, you end up coming out there with him. You become his official DJ. Yeah. You, um, y'all living together. Y'all clowning out. Yeah, we was going crazy. <laughs> out in Hollywood, North Hollywood. We was going crazy. Um, talk, I remember when you signed that first deal. Yeah. I, it was a little crazy, to be honest, because it's, it's kind of different, like, when – People don't know this, but like Mad, I think it's called Mad Love, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, uh, what's that man's name? Um, Benny Blanco. So if you know anything about Benny Blanco, he's wrote Beyonce records, he's wrote Rihanna records, he wrote Taylor Swift records. So like, he just did the whole SZA album with SZA. Damn. Like, Benny Blanco's huge. So he signed, Trill Sammy signed to Benny Blanco under Sasha Moore. So Sasha Moore is um, Tory Lane's manager. It was Trill Sammy manager. He's been a, a bunch of people manager. He do like this um this uh big festival in Texas too. But okay. He he that guy basically, long story short. But um when we signed, it was it was like surreal. I mean, he got that that stupid check, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that advanced check, which if you know about advances and stuff, long story short, don't take them. But <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying, unless you Drake. How was it though? Like I mean, what was it what was the I mean, was, what was the deal? It was a hundred plus for him, but I mean, um, I mean, he got a lot of perks too, like the, the crib in L.A. Like they paid for that. Um, they got us this one crib in the hills for like two weeks, paid for. Like it was a lot of like when you in the industry and you like popping, your streams is there and you making money for them. It's like they gonna kind of give you the world, but you still kind of. But you not really, yourself. you're not really making. It just hot it. It looked like I'm yeah, getting the world because when you get that, I think I got it on my phone actually. When you get that. When you get that, um, I don't want to call it a transcript, but it's like a list of all the sh- the stuff you done did for real, for real. The receipt. Yeah, it's like 
It's like, damn, I didn't know y'all was charging me for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah you, so it's you, like, you, 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 you was breathing air for 24 hours while you was in. <laughs> Literally. Them, them deals, you know, them the, deals. the hill. So we got to charge you for that. I mean, you Man. know, that's not free. Them deals are, them deals are weird. You got to really, you got to really pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of them people are like in tune with each other. So it's like, your manager might be tight with this person. So really, they both fucking you. And yeah, you know what I'm saying. Nah, like, for real though. That that that's literally that happened to me in basketball, bro. Like on some on some real shit, where my agent knew the agent overseas. Yeah, yep. So really, when I was fighting for my bread back from where? Where was you at? T? In Greece, I was hooping out in Greece. Yeah. And so when I left there, they owed me. When I left Greece, and this is for you little niggas that think all oh, overseas is great and all of this stuff. It's cool. But one thing for sure and two things for certain playing basketball overseas, bro, is them checks. For one, they give they gave me they was give, they gave me all my checks in cash. So like, <laughs> so like if I had ten thousand dollars for that month, bro, they gave me ten thousand euros like in cash for one. So now you gotta figure out go mess with their banking system and go through all of that and then transfer it back and then shit. I had uh, <clears throat> I had people like when my wife came over, I had, I have to take like five back. Like, just so I won't have to get taxed on it and all that type of shit. But anyways, another thing is they 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 never pay on time, bro. And they don't pay the late fees for not paying on time. And then you might not get it. And thirdly is you just might not get it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. The niggas in Greece right so now my brother too. Like, nah, for sure. No, they, dead they, they owe me like 40 bands. They yeah. owe me like 40 bands, 35 bands when I left there. <clears throat> and so if you if you over there and you having contract disputes, and you and you going through it with the team or whatever. Don't ever leave. Show up at every practice. There was a dude uh, on my team that was a Russian. He was from Russia, and uh, his 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 like he basically like his management was like a Russian mafia. So they telling him like whatever you do, don't leave. We gonna get our money. Cause if you stay there <laughs> and you on their nerves every day and you at practice and you he wasn't even playing with us, y'all. He just was he just was there like just. He was just sitting there the whole time because you can't say that he didn't come to practice, so we didn't pay him. So, but I'm not knowing this. So, when they sent me back, when I went to, came back to uh, see my son born, you get what I'm saying? They chopped me, mind you. I was leading scorer and all that, like like Ugh. second leading scorer on the team, I think, or something like that. At the same time, I was just now starting to really get to it over there. We was going to the playoffs and all that, but they chopped me because then they wouldn't have to pay me. They put a vet on the team. Dang. But then got home and they. That right. 35 was gone. So when I go to fight for it back, I'm thinking my agent, I'm wondering why my agent not like, he like, bro, so what you're going to have to do is you got to put up your own 10,000, um, you know, and, and then, you know, it's going to be about six to nine months with the FIBA, you know, for in order for you to get a, um, to get a uh, judgment. Answer, not right. Yeah. And then on top of that, if you lose, you know, you got to pay your fees plus their fees plus the, and I'm, bro, I'm what, 20, 20, 22, 21. I'm like. I'm not giving up my ten for, <laughs> for for nine months, and then I just got back home, bro. Yeah. It's over. It might have to come out more. It had to come out more. So That's I was right. like, nah. But like he said, they really working together. The yeah. agent over there, he hoping that my my agent over here hoping to save face with that agent over there, and they fucking me at the same time. Pause. Pause. Seriously. Woo. Literally. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just nah, saying. That's how it is. And then shit, I I just don't get thirty five bands that I was owed. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how it goes. Nuts. But, but, but go ahead. But nah, even yeah, with yeah. that, with with that with that being said, it's like I guess every you got to take everything with a grain of salt too. It's like when, when I was with Sammy, um, I'm real I'm real outgoing and I'm I'm like a people person. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Sammy's not. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm. 
it's a time. It's a time when you're at the top of your career, or or in that 15 minutes that we were talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah. If you if you're in that 15 minutes of fame, it's like you got to lock in with everybody that you can. Straight up. And um, you know, we got to double down. When you blow up like he blew up out of nowhere, sometimes it's hard to lock in with people because you 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 introverted. You know what I'm saying? Right. So while he wasn't, I was. You know what I mean? So I made a lot of connection with people. Um, in that process was. Made me end up running the, the another story, and I'm I'm mad, be swifting here, but and the Queen Aja story, you know what I'm saying? Where I almost signed Queen Aja. Queen Aja was almost the first lady before the City Girls on QC. Right. People don't know this. Mm. I, I set the call up between her and Coach K. Damn. What 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 was it? What happened though? So I seen Queen Nigel on YouTube with uh, her husband at the time, Chris Sales, because I ended up managing Chris Sales too. But just long story short, I seen him. I'm into music at the time, so I, I know the, the next person. I'm like, yeah. she got a voice, you yeah. know what I mean? And she got a little story going on. So I flew out to uh, Houston to meet her. So when I meet her, she was like, "Let's do it. Let's let's go. I'm ready for you to be my manager. Let's do it. Let's get it." And uh, Chris, her husband at the time, was like. Well, everything you saying you can do, we we kind of can do ourselves. I'm like, mm. but y'all not, right? It's like, yeah, y'all can do it yourself, but y'all not. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, let me come in and put the put the foundation down, and let's get it rolling. So I called um, Rec One. I called Rec One, and I love telling the story because it's like, it's so many people that was in that moment with me because I've had a lot of moments where I could have been, I could have been Coach K. I could have been this person. Like I, did, you only need one person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Once you had that, yeah, one start person, snowballing after that, and yeah. it start snowballing. So it's like Coach K had Jeezy, he had this person, he had this person. But it's like once you get that one person that you blow up with, then like you said, it starts snowballing. So when I call, when I call Coach K, I'm like, hey, I got this this chick. You know what I mean, Queen Nigel, da da da. Like she dope. I think she could be the next. You know what I mean? And he's like, set it up. And by this time, they went through that whole little Chris and Queen with the whole little divorce and mm. all that shit. There was a lot of stuff happening because. Chris came out to L.A. to come to a show um, with me and Sammy. We had a festival we was doing. He came out, flew out there, met with me. He was with me a total of 17 minutes. I ain't going to lie. He came. I got him in the, I got him in the festival. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm dying. I got, cause he, she even said this on The Breakfast Club when, when all this shit was going down. Yeah. She said it on The Breakfast Club. So I'm like, he came, flew out there, and then he left me. And the next thing you know, he cheated. The scandal came out, and then like, damn, she, she thinking. So you, so you saying that, that you hold on, hold on, pause. Part of it. Pause. No, 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 no. So you saying you was there with him for seventeen minutes, and he was somewhere else. You don't know where the fuck he was at. <laughs> but it happened on your time. That's what you saying, no, Mike no, Nasty. I'm saying that. I'm saying <laughs> Queen Nigel. <laughs> it happened. On, it happened. <laughs> it happened on his time. <laughs> what I'm saying. What I'm saying is Queen Nigel. When I'm saying this, Queen Ige, it didn't happen on my time. Because uh, you weren't even winning. He was only winning for 17 minutes. He came to the show. He did the show. He left. That Damn. Was that was he it. left. He went backstage. He Mike, you know what he happened. Went, he went closed the door. Dude, and he like, said, hey, man. My, nah, this, hey, this, dog. This I, don't, outside, I don't know. This outside festival. So he went wherever he went and did whatever he did. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, if you, didn't, you don't know what he did, go listen to Medicine by Queen Nigel. You know what I'm saying? Damn. But long story short, that, that kind of cut off. Me and Queen Ida, because she mm. in her mind she felt like it was on your time, nigga. Yeah, y'all mm. was together. Yeah, uh, 
How he do this when he was with Queen you? Queen Naja, you gonna owe my man's uh, apology, man. That's yeah, I ain't never talked since nah, then. Huh? We, we have. We talked oh, in the okay. DMs. I, I, we oh, DM okay. back and forth. And I, I yeah. just, right now, I'm like, hey, just throw me a doggy bone. Since I wouldn't, since, right. I mean, unfortunately, I hate to say it like this, but like, you was my, you was my come up. So it's like, in the music space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you was my one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if not, just throw me doggy bone. Come, come, come to the grand open and taco soul. Yeah. Or, or be a brand ambassador. Come eat a taco and let's let's get a commercial. Let's do something. Because yeah. I ain't never did nothing wrong to you. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like now, what I did do, I did start managing Chris Sales because at that point I'm like, he done blew the deal with me and her. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna get something. Out and this if y'all y'all know DJ Chose, right? Nah, DJ, I don't DJ know Chose that. made that song thick, 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 thick. Oh yeah. So yeah, he wrote yeah. DJ Chose wrote the, the whole album for Chris Sales. Like you gotta think, if y'all look into that story, Chris Sales had some streams. Right. Like, he was like I I'm the one that got Chris Sales on um Genius, okay. Glad TV. Like we flew to New York. I right at that point he was dating Parker McKinney. Yeah. McKinney. I, and this is the crazier part. Like being around somebody you watch on TV, watched on TV your whole life, like Katie from My Wife and Kids. Yeah. That's Parker McKenna. So being around somebody <laughs> now you. her grown up listen listen here I'm trying to tell you I know your name little baby but you ain't <laughs> hey listen hey hey Mike Nasty if you got that connect uh, I, I, I had that connect you know but once once her, <laughs> once her and Chris went sour he fucking up everything God <laughs> damn hey well listen Chris sales whatever your name yeah, yeah. get get your shit together man yeah he messed up a lot of things but I mean you know I was hoping my my personality could outweigh, you know, him fucking over these girls. Yeah. Well, what, what, my bad. I cut you off with the whole, you know what I mean? Me shooting my little half shot at Shorty. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you was, you were saying y'all was in something though. You, New York? Oh, okay. You got on, oh, okay. Yeah, she so was I, there no, on. No, no. I got a Chris Sales because Chris Sales had a comeback record for Queen called Me and You. Oh. Uh, that did, okay. I think it did like 90 million stream, 90 million views or something. Like that. It, it did something mm. crazy. I mean, Queen had like 400 million views on her shit. Right. Like, her medicine went crazy. Sure. But long story short, that whole little thing was just crazy. Like, it was a crazy time in my life. I ended up living in Texas with, with Chris for a minute. And, like, it was just a whole crazy thing. But, like, I missed my one. And I was like, after that, I was like, damn, I'm done with music. Like, I'm, I'm Damn, done. for real. That's what made me be done. But I feel like you still have, bro, you had so much shit going with the festival. Like, I remember you DJing uh, Wiz Khalifa. Oh, yeah. I remember you. I, I forget Wiz who Khalifa, Gucci Man, when he first came Gucci home. Gucci Man. Uh... Talk to us about that, bro. Like those experiences and stuff like that, because like I feel like you was in the mix of like, like during that time, bro, it was like really when festivals really start to get really crazy. Yeah, I'm, you know what I'm, I'm saying. Hey, what's the, what's that big festival in Miami? Um, uh, rolling uh, loud, uh, rolling loud. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've done a few rolling louds. I mean, it's kind of crazy because like it's only a few big DJs from the city that really like I'm gonna say made it, made it. Because a lot of these DJs are successful, like DJ Cash and people like that. They successful in, in their own space. Yeah. But like if you're looking at like Tour DJs and DJs that redid it. I mean, not being funny, but Hamp. it's me and Champ. Yeah. Right. It's Hamp. me and Champ. Hamp. Yeah. I still call him Champ. Champ. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> but, but you gotta think like Champ did it. Champ did it huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And shout out to him. But Most it's like, definitely, yeah, he's stepping on that into his. You I know, also he did it huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He just he just have to get with artists that are at this level. Right. They call them. They call them. You know, grade A artists. They call them class A artists. Yep. You know what I mean? Like like I said, Tris Amy had his run, and, Which, and now he's trying to come back and do his thing. But like. Which was really, I feel like with Chimp, like when I really, when people start finding out that he was a DJ, I mean, a uh, Gucci DJ. Yeah. People started really like being like, hey, hold up. But you, I'm sure you got more information on that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I got, a, I got some information on that, but it's like, 
That's champ story to tell. Right, most you definitely. Know what I'm well, yeah. you heard it here first, champ. Yeah, yeah. Get your ass on down here. Straight up. I wonder if you can still hoop too. That's champ. That's champ. Story. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's champ story. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of behind the scenes things people don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. About the DJing side. It's yeah. Like, but you know, I feel like champ. He got more than just DJing. He could, he, you know, he's a producer. He's this and a third. But it's like, yeah. so do I. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like me, I'm gonna make my millions in food. That's crazy. I can make y'all millions. How y'all make y'all millions? You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's like for me, it's more about generational wealth. It's not really about like having absolutely. Millions. It's about having everything I never had before. And it's like it's not that I never have touched a million. You know what I'm saying? It's right. that I need millions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? A but, million dollars. I mean, I ain't about to say that like that. A million nah, dollars nah, is a lot of money. It's a lot but, of money. But but a million dollars really like I mean like if you stop working today. You gonna spend that million dollars so quick? Yeah, you're not even gonna fucking going. You're not even. You gonna be like, damn, that was a million. It ain't gonna last. But it's about. It's about. Like you said, it's about <laughs> for real. generations up after you. Seriously, guys. look at Tony. You already talking about some. Yep, yep. Uh, I just spent me a couple million. Shit, <laughs> look, little partner wearing day. That was out it, there clowning. Somebody, somebody do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know they spent a couple million. Thumbing through some. <laughs> hey, sure. hey, I'm dead. But nah, <laughs> but nah man. Yeah, it's about generational wealth, man. It's about leaving the kids something. I got, I got four kids, man. So it's like they gotta, they gotta be able to live and 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 live the way they they want to live. You yeah. know what I mean? And not have to struggle and not have to do that thing. And like I said, it's more about building other people up too. It's like, all right, this is somebody that had potential that these other companies skipped over. Yeah. It's like, no, I want to take you from a, a crew member all the way to a general manager or a district manager or maybe a director of op- a DO, a director of operations. Yeah. Or maybe a CEO. It's like you know, it's a lot of space in these in, in my company that I'm looking for that because we're we're gonna build. It's I'm saying this right now. Yeah. I know for a fact we're gonna have hundreds of Taco Souls. Mm. It's not even. Y'all heard it here. Trying to be all over. Yeah, Y'all heard it here. No, yeah. yeah, he trying to take it there. This this one thing I, I I'll yeah. say about you, bro. Like it don't matter. Ever since I met you, bro, in in middle school, bro, like he been the type of motherfucker. That is going to jump off that fucking porch and go yeah. and get it. If he, if it's anything like how he just said, bro, parties. I remember when you first start throwing them motherfuckers, bro. Next thing you know, you get nothing in off. Hey, T, come on, y'all, come on, yep. <laughs> we in that motherfucking cloud. Hey, next thing you know, here he go. You know what I'm saying? Getting into the music shit. Getting into. I'm like, it seems like every time you get a lob to some. I mean, the DJ and shit. So it's like. Like he said, I didn't even know that happened, but like he said, he jumped out the porch like, hey, bro, I got to learn this fucking DJ and shit. All right, bet. Get into it. Motherfucking boom, run it up. Yep. Soon as he get in it, he jumps off the porch, bro. He not he not sitting out there trying to uh, uh, elaborate with people, trying to wait on the opportunity wait on it to come, nah, bro. It's like you I, jump I off the him. porch. Yeah. Where does that come from? That's what he was just talking about, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, being comfortable being uncomfortable. For real. Yeah. Yeah, I like, mean, to be honest, I mean, I mean, even even this concept, it, it was just something that started in my head, and I was just like, I kept saying it that I was going to do it, I was going to do, it, I was going to do it, and I finally just did it. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It takes it takes more than that. I'm not saying it's just like one of the things you can be like, I'm just going to go do this, right? 